0: Hello
1: there! And welcome to In the Shower with Taz and Marcus, a bite-sized podcast that's aimed to be listened to whilst you're in the shower, but can really be listened to anywhere at all.
0: And we mean anywhere. You can listen to it while you're building Lego with your godchild.
1: While you're getting your ears pierced.
0: While you're fighting a bull.
1: While you're bringing your sausage dog for a walk. Oh, I'd love to be listening to it while oh, bringing a sausage dog for a
0: walk. If anyone wants us to mind their sausage dog, we can definitely do that. My name is Marcus O'Leary.
1: And I'm Taz Kelleher.
0: And together, we aim to solve the mysteries of the world, those unanswered questions that you've always been curious about about, but have never gone to the full length of answering.
1: Listeners send in questions every week and we debunk them. We aim to broaden your mind while you wash your behind.
0: Or walk your sausage look.
1: Thus far we've answered questions like,
0: why do we fall in love?
1: Why do we never see baby pigeons?
0: Why do we carve pumpkins at Halloween?
1: Why does our hair turn grey?
0: Why does coffee make us poop?
1: And many, many more. This podcast comes out every Monday morning in time for your morning shower.
0: If you haven't listened to all our previous episodes, you can get them on Spotify, Stitcher, Castbox, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: This week's question is deep and meaningful, and it's sent in by avid listener Anna Z.
0: So, what's Anna Z's question?
1: Anna Z wants to know Do plants have feelings? This question was sent in by Anna Z, who says she doesn't listen to us in the shower, but on her bus journey home. And she even said that we make the heavy traffic a little more enjoyable. Anna
0: Z, a little right. That's very kind of you. Jesus, thank you. I'm sending you big cuddles to your ears.
1: <laughs> very, very sweet, Anna. Marcus, will you do us the honour of reading out the question?
0: I will, of course, but only under the condition that I can do it as Anna Z.
1: Okay, I'm very excited for this. My question is, and I've been thinking about it for a while, how do we
0: know that plants don't have feelings? Surely this is because they don't have faces to express themselves like animals or people, but they do have a heap of defense mechanisms to protect themselves from things. But is that all just automatic machinery? Or does it tell us something more?
1: Dun, dun, dun. A very deep and meaningful question, I feel. Although I have to say, when I first read the question, no offence, Anna, I thought it was silly. And was full certain that the answer would be black and white, that plants obviously don't have feelings. But...
0: Oh, there's always a but, but that's okay, because I like butts and I cannot lie. You other birds Oh God, oh God, oh God. In your face you get But... Wrong.
1: But... I thought I owed it to Anna to at least give the question a chance, and my mind was opened... Really? What? So there's been like research done into this? Huge amounts of research. Are you ready? What?
0: To to find out if my cactus is only a bit of a prick because he has like bad feelings about himself? Like that kind (laughs)
1: of. Precisely. Okay, so to start things off, the best way to understand if plants have feelings is to first examine if they have senses.
0: Senses being like touch, sight, smell, hearing, and touch.
1: Taste. Taste. How could I forget taste? Yeah, that's exactly it, though. And to kick things off, there has been quite a lot of research into one of the senses, and that's if plants have a sense of hearing.
0: What, like tiny little plant ears? Or like ears of corn?
1: <laughs> Not exactly. So obviously, you know, when we're in a muddy field at an electric picnic, listening to LCD sound system, we don't see the blades of grass jiving from side to side to all my friends.
0: I'm surprised, because like, the amount of beer that gets spilled on that grass, I'd say it's locked! It's <laughs> a great time. It would be amazing to see that, just seeing the trees like, having a little boogie.
1: It really, really would. But there has been proof that plants react to natural sounds.
0: Go on, give me that proof.
1: So like Anna, two scientists, April and Cockroft from Missouri, were fascinated about plants and how they reacted to different things, and specifically how plants reacted to sound. So they collected caterpillars and put them in a box with leaves and then recorded the munching sound of those caterpillars eating the leaves. So box of caterpillars, a little a little uh, microphone outside the box recording the sounds that caterpillars make when they're eating leaves. Marcus, can you please demonstrate what you think that munching sound would sound like?
0: What, like the hungry, hungry caterpillar? Yes. Nom, 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 nom. I'm a hungry caterpillar and I'm going to fuck your shit up, trees. <laughs> nom, 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 nom.
1: Thank, thank you very much for that. But here comes the crazy bit. So those two scientists then played that recorded munching sound in a room full of plants to see if they would react to the scent.
0: There's no way they did.
1: They found that the recordings of the munching sounds produced by caterpillars caused the plants to flood their leaves with chemical defences designed to ward off attackers.
0: What? Are you serious? Yep. So, like, obviously that means that they actually heard the sound or, like, felt it in a certain way. And Yeah, we're talking if plants have feelings. And thought caterpillars were attacking them and were nibbling their leaves like little caterpillar attackers. So they were all like, psh, psh trying to poison them
1: yeah that's exactly it so in short they did find that plants had a sense of hearing because how else would they hear that munching sound and why else would they have flooded their leaves like that
0: so you're telling me that like when i whisper sweet nothings into my little cactus at night it could actually be hearing the things that i say
1: oh god like it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if one you had a pet cactus and two you whispered to it at night
0: well my landlord doesn't allow like real pets so i can't whisper sweet nothings to a puppy
1: (laughs) okay moving on to another sense do plants have a sense of smell?
0: <laughs> I really hope for my little cactus's sake that they do not.
1: T- my kiss. Well, research has found that they do. Oh, I'm so sorry, Philip. <laughs> <laughs> so healthy trees in the vicinity of caterpillar infested ones were more resistant to pests because their leaves contained chemicals that made them unsuitable to eat. And then other trees isolated from the infestation did not produce these chemicals. So it would seem as though the attacked trees sent an airborne message to their neighboring plants to warn them of an imminent attack
0: seriously that's a bit cool isn't it mm-hmm. so like the infested trees are like oi lads i'm in caterpillars in it mayday 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 and the other trees are like preparing themselves to putting up their defenses and all that
1: that's exactly it that was kind of the only explanation because infested tree The one beside it had these chemicals. And if there was another tree that was nowhere near an infested tree, it didn't have these chemicals. So obviously, there was some kind of an airborne message sent.
0: So what's the next sense?
1: Next up is the sense of sight. So some parasitic plants, such as the climbing wood vine, can modify the colour and the shape of their leaves to mimic their host. So this would suggest that they see what their host looks like in order to camouflage themselves.
0: Oh, so you're telling me that plants can actually see? Oh... If plants do have feelings, my cactus must feel really uncomfortable with some of the stuff that he's seen. <laughs> I, I seriously, I like singing Celine Dion in my boxer shorts. I'm sorry, Philip.
1: <laughs> oh, God. We should put a little a uh, little hidden camera in your cactus.
0: You definitely shouldn't do okay, that. Okay, okay. We definitely shouldn't <laughs> do that. I don't know
1: where that came from. Next up, next up is a sense of feel. So we actually did an episode on why do we itch, which examines in detail a human sense of feel. It's super interesting. So if you hadn't listened to that episode yet, after this episode, Check it out. I think it's probably in our, maybe seven, eight, nine kind of episodes.
0: It's definitely in the first 16 episodes.
1: Yeah, definitely in the first 16. That's guaranteed. So speaking of a human sense of feel, the mechanism by which the Venus flytrap feels its prey is very similar to the way humans feel a fly crawling on their arm. So a human will feel a sensation when a fly lands on them and then receptors in their brain will send a signal to their hand to whoosh that fly away. And it's really, really similar with the Venus flytrap. So the leaf will feel a fly land and then the receptors will send a signal to close their leaves to trap the fly. You know the way a Venus flytrap Yeah,
0: works? it just goes whap. Yeah, exactly. I feel that that's the sound it makes whap. Yeah. So that that's, yeah, so plants actually do have a sense of touch and feel.
1: It would suggest that, yes. Next up, last but not least, Can you remember what this one is? Taste? Taste. Oh, it's
0: my favourite sense. Om nom 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 (laughs) nom.
1: So a plant's sense of taste is kind of linked with its sense of smell. And earlier on, we talked about how plants who were infested with caterpillars sent out a mayday, mayday signal warning to neighbouring plants of the danger. Well, it's kind of a toss-up whether the neighbouring plants could smell this mayday warning or could taste this mayday warning. And it very easily could be a mixture of the two.
0: So plants can smell or taste danger. Exactly. So that's all five. So plants have senses, which implies that they could feel.
1: Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. That's kind of like the conclusion, the research that's been done so far. And the idea that they don't have feelings or don't have lives, I suppose, stems from the fact that plants don't move as much as animals. And if we were to record their lives and then fast forward the entire thing, obviously their behavior would become much more noticeable. And we would, you know, notice them react to things they feel.
0: That genuinely blows my tiny mind, Philip. Listen, if you can listen to podcasts, I think that's the the next logical step in plant evolution. I'm sorry, I'll take you for a pint next time, and we can be friends.
1: We can get uh, we can get Marx's cactus tiny little headphones. <laughs> I will I will go out of my way to make Play-Doh headphones, stick it on your cactus, and we will put up a picture on our social media page. Please do. Yes, but genuinely, that researching this question also blew my mind and it's crazy because when I first read Anna's question I almost threw it to the wayside because I thought it would definitely be a dead end Um,
0: so correct me if I'm wrong Taz but we've a we've a bit of a tradition of ending episodes on some facts do we have some plant
1: facts are you ready to be hit with some plant flex? plant flax. plant flex. it's <laughs> fleck
0: fleck Go.
1: <laughs> so first up We all know that a bonsai tree Is a perfectly formed tiny tree But did you know That a bonsai orange tree Will produce tiny little oranges
0: Tiny oranges mm-hmm. Can you imagine Is that, is that after you water them Taz
1: Marcus is throwing shade here Because he bought me a bonsai tree about Five months ago And I killed it after a few weeks I, re- I, I had such plans for it as well I was going to prune it into this little baby
0: well, you know what? That was actually a test to see if you'd be able to take care of another living thing. So, guess who's not getting a puppy for Christmas?
1: <gasps> oh.
0: That's okay. Did you know I've got one more fact for you? Okay. And it might cheer you up. Hopefully. Okay. Bamboo is such a fast growing plant. It's one of the fastest growing plants in the world. It can grow almost a meter in just one day.
1: Growing almost as fast as Marx's ego. Are
0: you serious? I'm <laughs> trying to cheer you up, and this is how you thank me. You piece of shit. <laughs>
1: So there you have it. Although we are not licensed scientific professionals, Anna Z, it would seem as though plants have feelings.
0: Oh, I just feel really bad now because clearly. I've put my little cactus through a hell of a lot
1: (laughs) Guys thank you so much for listening if you haven't listened to all our previous episodes of In The Shower with Taz and Marcus you can get them on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts
0: There's loads of mystical questions debunked in there it will make you a more interesting person it will make you capable of talking to that person you've been fancying for ages and they will find you cool and invite you to dinner and that's a guarantee. That's a guarantee. That is the Taz and Marcus guarantee.
1: If you have a question that you would like debunked over the course of your shower, we'd love to hear it and we'll do our best to debunk it. You can get us on Facebook.
0: Just search for In the Shower with Taz and Marcus. You can get us on Twitter at In the Shower Pod.
1: Or if you want to do it the old-fashioned way and get us on email, you can get us at intheshowerpodcast at gmail.com.
0: As always, thank you to the good people of the Headstuff Podcast Network, everyone in the office, Paddy, Alan, Rebecca, We love you very, very much.
1: If you haven't listened to any other podcasts on the Headstuff Podcast Network, then get on it. There's 12 Angry Minutes, our sexual history, reviewables, juvenilia, loads to check out there.
0: A big thank you as well to Flo Robinson. Um, I was partying with her last week in London and things got very loose. She designed our incredible little poster. Every time I look at those little cartoon faces, it fills my head with showery joy.
1: Next week's episode, Marcus.
0: Next week's episode comes from the wonderful Anne Gilhooley, one of the best bartenders in the country. She asks us, why do humans tend to have a dominant hand?
1: That episode is going to be out next Monday, as always, in time for your morning shower. And in the meantime... Keep scrubbing!
0: scrubbing. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.